It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in cinema, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. Hey, Jim. And... Murray. Yo. So with the introductions out of the way, Let's rage on. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Uh, Thanks to all who've been supporting us. That was Nixon. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. And support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see it. That is a terrible movie, that is. And, and we will watch it if it did play in cinemas. Now, let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show. Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Yeah, we uh, we saw a few movies this week. We just a couple. You know, if we weren't so busy doing other things, getting prepared for Calgary International Film Festival, we would have probably seen seven movies this week. Yeah, a lot came out this week. Right? There's probably about seven movies there that we was, could have seen in cinema. There was seven. But we cut it down to just only four. Yeah. And we're starting with the best one first. Go ahead, Bryce. Ha, 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 ha. What did we see first? Yeah. We uh, we saw The Woman King. Um, it's about the uh, a Joji? Is that what they're called? The homie. No, no. It's the homie. No, no. Oh, yeah, they're right. The, 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 the women the, were. The, the all-female yeah. warrior. Yeah, the Jobies, yeah. You're right. But yeah. the but the the if people were the Dahomey. Yeah. Right. You got it right. Get, I was getting to that. You were right. I know for I once. was right. No, not for once. For for now for and for else? always. For else. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, about the Ajoji, an all female warrior unit that's like part of the army that <laughs> the Dahomey's 
uh, the African Kingdom of Dahomey um, during the 17th and 19th to the to the 19th century. Um, so apparently in there, what was it, 1881 or something? I think this 1800s, takes yeah. Uh, there was still there slavery was, on at the time. It was indeed. Um, I want to like this movie a lot. Here are the things that I liked about it, and it's a short list. All right. I did like the performance of Viola Davis. Yeah, of course you did. I did like the performance of Lashana Lynch. Yes. I loved the performance of Sheila Atim. Yes. Okay. Yes. But the the movie was not good. <laughs> it had a bunch of dancing, a lot of posing, which I'm sure they did all the time that they would just pose. Um, the music was terrible and took me right out of so many scenes. I, it was ridiculous. You would actually have a scene that really doesn't deserve any big dramatic music at all. Yet there would be some, and there was nowhere to go from that point to a bigger dr dramatic scene because they'd already peaked out with the music, and it was just. It did that not once, not like through the whole thing. The music was terrible. It was also convoluted. It was predictable. There was so much posing and a lot of, <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot of like this line dancing, but oh, yeah. not to this degree. It was, it got, that got tiresome too. The whole <sighs> thing got tiresome. The action was silly. No. Yeah. And uh, and I, I hated it, and I wanted to like it because I think it's a story worth telling, but not in this way, not in this way at all. This was this was a rage. So I want to I want to correct you a little bit because so that our listeners know. Yes, there is also some African music in this, which was not terrible. Right? You're just saying no, that the music that they put the, to build suspense and to build there the was, story. There was very little African music in No, this. but when it was, it was great. That was fine. Okay. I but just wanted yes, the listeners yes. to know that there was but African the, music in this the, that was great. But the score written by, uh, I can't even remember who wrote the score. I should have written The Woman King score person. Yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't a bad score. Just not utilized It was well. utilized very poorly. Gotcha. Well, wow. it took me out of it. It's was, it was just, and yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it should have been just better. I don't think it was, I don't think it was well written. Well, let me tell you what I thought of it. The woman or women of Dahomey are fierce, more fierce than any Amazonians before, including Wonder Woman. Yeah, I said it. They're much more fierce than Wonder Woman. And Viola Davis or my future wife, as I like to say, was the epitome of ladies who kick ass and punch dicks, along with the powerful and duly ass-kicking and dick-punching Sheila Atim. Like, those two women alone, I just wanted to watch do anything together in this movie. This is a period piece biopic of the fiercest women in Africa. The film is things we have seen before but I would say not from this perspective, showing women of higher respect than their male counterparts. Is there some artistic license taken in this? I'm absolutely certain of that. 
Is the story predictable? Yes. Do we know what's going to happen? Absolutely. But getting invested in these women overcame my feelings in some of the story's predictability and typical storylines. I loved seeing these women like an army of fire ants destroying everything in their paths. I loved seeing the African culture, music, and dance on full display. I did not love the love interest and some of the ease how things seemed to transpire within the film. But I enjoyed the character development. But at times, it seemed like things were almost too altruistic or overtly natural and no real tension or muted tension. But then seeing my future wife, AKA Viola Davis, in her most powerful role of her career, I overcame some of these things that apparently Bryce could not get over. This was a great film to have a young black woman and even non-black women scream, hell yes, motherfuckers, hear me roar. I loved her and some of these great female black actors scream and dance and stab and cut and chop and fight and kill their oppressors and give hope to the future generations of equality for both women and the black community. But overall, the film had as Bryce has already mentioned, a few misgivings. I liked it. I loved my future wife, but the film was just meh. All right. Yeah, well, you know my, I want to say my maybe seventh favorite genre is Ladies Who Kick Ass and Punch Dicks. And this delivered on all front. These, these fucking women were like, Fierce, like I can't think of yeah. another word that describes them. And they I, fucking and I, destroy and I wish they people. Were in a better written movie. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think there was some writing issues. I'll give you that. But the story that was being told, I still think, because it holds so much truth to the history of these of these great women, is just such an inspiration. Like I know what you're saying, and. You know, there like there was points in it that if I got into your headspace at times, but I was so connected to these characters. Like I thought, I thought, I thought the Viola Davis's character in this and the journey that she takes through this, I thought was very well done. Very it, well done. I thought that it was like super predictable that the the uh, discovery we make, you know. Yeah, without spoiling it, it there's a but, there's yeah. a moment. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's so obvious from the very beginning that yes. it was not shocking at all. In fact, I'm literally going in my head, please don't say that. That is what, that what is it what, is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, please don't. It's just too obvious. It's too cliche. Just it don't was, do it. It was. And they did it. Yeah, and it's like, ugh. actually, the, the could you could you just stop? Get, like, just cliche on top of cliche, on top of just lazy screenwriting. To just, I just didn't. I did not. It did not. See, and I am baffled that this and you know this movie is getting so well received. And yes, it's got good performances. And yes, the subject matter is great. It's great subject matter. Yeah. It's just not well done. And I don't understand why you can't call it out for that. Why everybody's saying how wonderful, because it's not, it's not a great movie. I'm sorry. It's just not. There's, there's some great things in it. I agree. I, we're going to, we're going to obviously differ on our thoughts of the movie overall. Uh, and, and it's funny because <clears throat> I've seen you say this many times before that certain act performances have changed your rating, but this obviously got into a point. 
the music was sorry. I did have the, a problem the with mus- the music. The music too. took it out of me. The, the writing took took me out of the out of it. Do you know what? Actually, the, the performances like these these actresses these actors had really little to to work with when when it comes to the dialogue, but they delivered it all so well. Oh yeah, and they are they are just you know you are in awe of them watching this movie. And yes, I'll give it that. But I can't get over the fact that they deserve to be in way better movie than this was. These these actors and these performances deserve to be in a better written, better made, better scored, better movie. Period. Yeah, a bigger <clears throat> bigger thing for me was the love interest thing. I didn't. I yeah. Well, there's that part there's, was yeah, actually I, more annoying for me. And but, I get that, but. Usually, but that's a big thing that both of us have problems with in general. Why are you putting a love interest? What's the purpose for it? Yeah. Right? It's like, indeed. So that's one for one we're sitting now. Because I predicted with Bryce today, we may, we may misstep on every film this today. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. All right. Well, what else did we see? We saw Pearl. We saw The Pearl. Oh, sorry. Just Pearl. Just Pearl. Not to be confused with the Pearl from 2020. That's right. <laughs> this is about a 15-year-old student. That's right. Who goes to live with her, the, with an ex-lover of her mother. Exactly. That's totally different movie. Completely different. I kind of want to see it now, though. I didn't know I, it existed yeah. until a few seconds ago when I looked at it. I've actually seen it. It's pretty good. Is it? So, who knew the murderous... German sex party, gator feeding, goose forking, scarecrow fucking, retelling of The Wizard of Oz could have the best music score ever produced for a period piece in the history of film. But here we are. This is it. The first 20 minutes of this film, I could not have been more in love with this movie. But once it settled into itself, it got more draggy. And I didn't feel the character moved so cohesively as it could have, and it lost its tongue-and-cheek, over-the-top humor and quirkiness and became more dry and draggy. Wait a minute, did I say draggy already? Oh yeah, that's right, because that's exactly how I felt. It ended on a completely perfect note and a smile that could warm the cockles of your heart. So it had. It started with a, as a mondo, it settled itself nicely into a meh, and it ended with a mondo. So it was basically a mess sandwich. And we have some unpacking to do. Mm. A mess sandwich. Eh? Yeah. It was a it was a very juicy, delicious mess sandwich. I did like a lot about this movie. I mean, for me, it wasn't as good as X. Oh, way better. X to me. X. No. X, well, you, you just but gave everything away. Which in case you didn't know, Pearl is the old lady from That's the right. movie X. This is her story in a pre that how she became the, yeah. the crazy old lady yeah. from, from yeah. X. That's my contribution. As, right. you, as you mentioned, Thanks, the, the music in this was tremendous. I, yeah. And I'm sorry. You, you said that once it settled into itself, it got draggy. Yes. I would say once it settled into itself, it got more awesome. Mm. It was just so well paced. Mm. The performances were great. Mm-hmm. The alligator was, was great. fantastic. <laughs> that was great. He was. We needed more yeah, alligator. Needed That's more what all- was missing. In fact, you know, all the animals in this were, were, were even very the, good. Even the goose. The, the goose. The goose. 
I have to, <laughs> poor goose. Oh, Pearl. But uh, yeah, I don't understand how you could not. I mean, I understand the first 20 minutes was it was funny. And for some reason, you wanted it to be funny through the whole thing. Well, I, I'm not saying I wanted it to be funny for the whole film. Okay. But you can't come out with a, a masterpiece of filmography. You know what? In, you, in you, come 20 minutes a, you come out with the rapid fire laughs and the stuff that's like, it's like, okay, this is, you know, and you're into the movie. And then, but you then know it's what? You used the right thing. Then it settles into itself, which were exactly your words. And it does. It, it did settle into, into itself. But, but, and then it's just a nice, even slow burn to the satisfying ending. And it was, it was a very, very good movie. So good that I would say it was Mondo. You would say it, but then you realized it was actually just. And Mondo. then when I think about it more, I know it was Mondo. Yeah. No, I yeah, I I didn't find her character like to me the the development I I liked kind of like the development of her character. The, the development of her character was perfect. It, it, right it, up to the It wasn't a bit. I'm going to say no I disagree with you because oh. The reason what I say did you I need to, what you. more did you need? What didn't you I, know about her? I, I found, don't understand. It wasn't that I didn't wasn't know about her, but it was like it's like her her psychosis for lack of a better word made bigger jumps in the film at different times. It was like, it was like they show this one scene oh, with was, the goose. Were, we'll there, say there were no jumps. Yeah, there was jumps. She went from she went from um, she went somewhat, from crazy to crazy. No, I don't understand. I, don't, what, I didn't. I didn't feel. I didn't feel when she was de- getting falling for the uh, what's his name, the projectionist, and things like that. Mm-hmm. She didn't have that crazy. It's like. And it was it wasn't like there was a like when you see movies with serial killers, you see documentaries about serial killers, there was like a point where it's like, okay, this this was her snapping point. It was like she was already supposed to be fucking crazy. But I didn't feel the crazy. And then all of a sudden it was How like did you, not you went feel from the crazy? you went from um, it's like for me it was like she was like a two or three crazy at the beginning, and then she got to a eleven out of ten. And okay. crazy, and the the jump points were too much. See, and me. I thought she started at an eight and ended at a ten. <laughs> what? Because of the goose scene? That's not. The, no, no. People just because they live on a farm, they kill geese all the time. Most mostly because of the opening credit, the giant smile on her face as she's feeding the goose to the crocodile. They actually freeze frame it, and she's smiling ear to ear. Yeah, she's but, not all there. Yeah, but okay, so. She See, starts I didn't, at an eight. I didn't. No, that was still a three to me because this is her pet crocodile. Like she's the, she. Did you, you know? Not look did the, did the, you know the relationship she had with the goose? The, <laughs> the goose might have been a pain in the ass to her. In fact, that's what I thought. The goose was like, "I'm gonna fuck with you, bitch." As he walks into the barn, she's like, "No, you're gonna be gator bait today." Like it was that part was didn't prove to me that she was an eight. That was a three. No, the look. So in, the, no. the look of the look on her face from from. The first frame in this film, you knew she wasn't nah, quite there. Nah, I didn't feel that at all. I thought, like, when you see the second, when you see X, she's balls out crazy, and I just didn't, I didn't feel it. That's hey, I'm glad. Remember, I'm glad the, you felt it. Remember, this I'm just took saying, place I in didn't the 1800s feel it. Hundreds too, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it was 1918. Right. Uh, sorry. How old is this you're mixing this up with. <laughs> How old is the character? That's like 200 years old. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry, that was a woman king. See, and, and what did you give that? You gave it a range. That was terrible. Okay. 
So let, let me make this very clear. I liked this movie a lot. I, I just had too. some problems, and just like you seem to have problems you can't get over. I couldn't get over the fact that she was a 3 to an 11 too fast. She was, I, maybe she it should have been another eight. hour longer, and see, no. I could have seen more stages of her development. All I know is that I loved it. The acting was incredible. It was. Absolutely incredible. This music is going to be like, I'm going to buy this, this soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack because, is just, Murray, if you can perfect. imagine, like it really, as they're, as you're watching it, you're going, I am really in 1918 right now. Like I'm listening to silent movie music and you're thinking of yourself. There's scenes near the beginning that it's like, this is literally the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and yep. she is Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. It was so good. Ty Ty West has has something. Yeah. No well question. his music, he he gets he gets yeah. he gets it. He really does. I just wanted him to get it more with this one. But wow. uh, you know what? But you know there's gonna be another one after this. Because she can't go from this movie to X. There's gotta be the husband scene. I hope there is. Yeah, there will be. So that's number two that we don't match up on this week. <laughs> All right. Mer, what else did we see? My turn now. Yep. Uh, well, it's always your turn if you would have seen the other movies. I have to work for a living. You work hard for it, honey. I do. Uh, yeah, I did manage to see one uh, before the weekend started. Uh, it was... Wait, are were you saying that you're working for the weekend? I work every weekend. You know that. No, for the weekend. For the weekend. Yeah, I saw this one before I had to go to work. Murray's working for the weekend. <laughs> I'll wait. We're done. Go ahead. We should have that uh, as a button. See how they run. And the West End of 1950s London plans for a movie version of a smash hit play. Come to an abrupt halt after a member of the crew is murdered. What? Huh. Spoiler alert, the play is The Mousetrap. Bum, bum, bum. That, that cheesed me off at the beginning because bait and I switch? thought it was See How They Run. So they bait and switched it. Which is a British farce that I actually acted in and knew nice. the play quite well. I love things when they make you angry. nothing to do with this. This was actually The Mousetrap, which was on Broadway or in London in the 50s, starring, who the hell was it, the big actor? Humphrey Bogart? Not Olivier. No, it was one of those. At Attenborough, I think it there was. There you go. Well, yeah, because Dickie was in this kind of too. Yeah, Richard Attenborough was yeah. supposedly on. Anyway, that was the only famous person supposedly in this cast. Um, Yeah, as uh, the narrator says right at the top, when you're planning a, you know, a murder, whodunit murder mystery, usually the least likable character gets killed right off the start. Um, and that happened. Yeah, because you don't like Adrian. Unfortunately, <laughs> he didn't stay dead. Via flashbacks, he was all over this damn movie, wasn't he? Um, thank goodness. I haven't seen a corpse that active since Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Nicely played. Um, yeah. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a bit of a theater nerd. I grew up well in high school and stuff. I did a lot of. You know, theatrical type stuff. I yep. like being on the stage and stuff. And I was looking forward to this. And I actually have seen The Mousetrap and I enjoyed it. Um, this was another ensemble cast, which basically ruined the movie. 
What? I'm really not liking Bradley Cooper anymore. I don't know why, why I ever liked him, but everything I see him in. Is he in this? Bradley, Bradley Cooper no, sorry, wasn't sorry, in sorry, his. Sorry. You mean uh, Adrian Brody? Sorry, no. I mistake him for... Uh, Sam Rockwell? Sam Rockwell. There who I actually love most of the time. But this one, he just like mumbled his way through the whole the whole movie. Oh, he was great. No. Um, yeah, he was. I will say, uh, Sarcy Ronan. Sure say. Absolutely delightful. I laughed pretty much every time she opened her mouth. She was awesome. Uh, the rest of the cast, not so much. So yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it was a man. You guess? Or you're solidly, firmly believing I, that this movie was a man? I can't firmly give it a rage, and I sure as hell wasn't giving it a Mondo, so that makes it a man. There you go. All right, see how they run. Adrian Brody was amazing. Sam Rockwell was amazing. Shirsei Ronan was amazing. I giggled through the whole bloody film. Yeah. I thought it was annoying. It was so funny. And it really it was, wasn't. It was a freaking delight from start to finish. I absolutely adored it. There is nothing I would change in this. It was lovely. Uh, so lovely equals... Oh, it's a Mondo. Ugh. It was so good. All right. How was, how, how, what, what, what were you guys were watching? I don't understand. Because I know you're not going to give it a Mondo, and you already didn't give it a Mondo, right. so I am... I am very, very confused by what's going I'm on at this table like today. Okay, well, let me say, just like the great Adrian Brody says in the beginning of this film, it's a whodunit, yeah. so nothing new. Perhaps instead of calling it a whodunit, though, it should have been called a who cares. Because ultimately, care. through the whole movie, I didn't. A couple of good parts, though. Funny. I laughed twice and wow. chortled thrice. And Sorcy Ronan was epic. She was great. In fact, her epicness comes at a price that we will need to discuss either later today or at a later date. No, it's going to be today by the time we finish this review. The dialogue was 1950s corny and the story was zero suspense, made zero sense for the most for most of the movie. I cared for only one character the entire movie, plus the fact that the character development was non-existent. Like zero character development. Made this basically a boring film. If not for Sorcy Ronan, this would have been a steaming 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 pile of rage. But for her and her alone, plus a moaning Myrtle sighting, this gets a very low, 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 low. Can you go lower, please? Low. Thank you. Meh. At any rate, Clerks 3. Uh, let's start with the good. I love Rosario Dawson. She's, she's awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> how does she just look that good? I mean... She how, looks like she did 20 years ago. I know. She's just... she's just super. Why isn't she in more? Because she is a delight. Every time she's on the screen, even yeah. when she's giving... Just terrible dialogue, and it is in a terrible movie. Yeah. She's just delightful. Wait, you know, she should probably... Is she on her mesmerized list, Murray? I don't know. I you think find she her mesmerizing? I, no. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, for crying out loud, Murray. <laughs> Today, I'm, I'm using my I-don't-have-a-walking-around phone excuse. <laughs> Do your own research. What? Huh? What, we I don't know if she's on the mesmerizing list. 
Oh, oh that. Okay. Like, well, do you find her mesmerizing? You don't. You really don't find Rosario Dawson mesmerizing? She's all right. Is that a yes? <sighs> I don't hate her. Okay, so that's just a no. Okay. I'll so, put it this way. I saw Clerks yes. and Clerks yes. 2 yeah. over the weekend. Yes. Nice. Clerks 2 was terrible. Mm. Well, was she good in it? <laughs> was okay. Was she in mesmerizing it? in it? Wasn't she the best part of it, though? <laughs> One of the few bright spots. There. Yeah, there you go. That's what we're saying. That's, she's mesmerizing. <laughs> True, let's put her on. We'll take her off next week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, apparently, <laughs> it's really easy to take them off now. And Trust me, you'll find out next time I get a hold of the list. At any rate, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Rosario Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Isn't she awesome? (laughs) Why isn't she in more stuff? I don't know. She should be in everything. She really should. I really like Rosario Dawson. Um, And we got got a Ben Affleck cameo, which was fantastic. He was hilarious. Yeah, it kind of threw up a bit. Justin Long? Huh? The mesmerizing Justin Long. For two minutes. So anyways, Clerks 3. um, I understand that Kevin Smith really loves these characters. And I I think he he really wanted to put a bow on this. This was not the way. This is... This this was one of those... I mean, you're going to get diminishing returns on anything that almost that goes three movies. There's some exceptions, but... You know, Clerks was great. I also watched it again, uh, I think well, yesterday morning. Hmm. And I still love that movie. Oh, it's, it's good. It's it, good is, it is really, really, really good. And then Clerks 2. Jumped the shark a little bit. Yeah, it's it's not great. But it had some moments. It had, had a donkey within it. Scene. It had that. It had... Um, it had Wanda Sykes, yeah, who was awesome. Yes, it had Rosario Dawson. The, the mesmerizing uh, but it Wanda had some, Sykes. It had some scenes mixed in with the bad. That at the end of the day, it was meh. It was okay. Yeah, because it had something. And then Clerks Three, it was it was bad. It was almost unwatchable. Like I don't know what Kevin Kevin Smith. You've you've had. 20 some odd years to come up with this. This is how you're going to send them off. You, you bookend it with heart attacks. And it's just, it's so, it's just so stupid. And the music was so bad. You know what I loved about clerks and clerks too? Was the music. The music was great. We got some Jackson five. We got some soul asylum. We got, we got a whole lot of King diamond in clerks too, which was Right up my alley. Yep. Grandma, are you for real? It's so good. Is that was an actual good. song? Oh, yeah. yeah. Grandma was dead with an open neck. Blood still running from her open mouth. I knew they would blame it. They would blame it all on me. How could I ever, ever explain? And I hear them again singing Twilight Symphony. Anyways. Yeah, it was so bad that it was fake. <laughs> it was so, so good. There's no way there's a real song with that. That is a real there's song. A real song That's what Bryce listens to every day. I loved it. That explains a lot. And then we got to the music here, and we've got a whole lot of music about New Jersey. It's like Jersey, Kevin yeah. Smith went through, and every song that mentions New Jersey, he puts in it, and they were all bad. And then he, and then he comes on in the closing credits about the, you know, and uh, it's going to... I was going to have this little uh, voiceover at the end, but but that New Jersey song by so-and-so was so wonderful, I wanted to close on that. 
What is going on? It was terrible. It's all bad music, man. Choppy story. Lazy writing. It's just lazy. It's yeah. like, you're right. I think he's been just getting stoned too much. He must have been stoned the entire time he was writing this because it was lazy. Just, I was so, so, so disappointed. I am a Kevin Smith fan. I loved Clerks. I loved Mallrats. Chasing Amy, I loved. I loved these movies. I even, Tusk. Tusk was fantastic. Tusk is awesome. And then he, what is this? You're not, you're not doing anything to, to, you know, send this off the way that it should be. If you're going to have a third movie here, send it off right and have some, you know, have some laughs in it. How is this a Clerks movie with, I don't know, four or five times I laughed? Yep. How is this possible? And you even laughed, I think, four more times than me. Because yeah. it wasn't a funny movie. It yeah. wasn't. It, it was, was a depressing. bad movie. It was sad it, and depressing. It was sad. It was depressing. It was not a fitting closing to this to this trilogy. Trilogy. Although, really, I mean, you could, you know, his. It's sort of a New Jersey. It's almost like a, you know, Marvel type thing with all the New Jersey offshoots and you know, with Mall Rats and Clerks and even Jersey Girl had yep. everybody, you know, yep. connected to it. But um, this was really bad. I am sad to say that I was looking forward to it just because I thought I thought that Kevin Smith it was his had idea so much actually. time to come up with this that it would be good, and it wasn't. It was a rage. Ah, and you it know didn't what? even have it, it. It says that it had some King Diamond in it, and the on the credits at the end. I never heard them in there. When when was them in there? I don't know. They might. If it was in there, it was in there for a few it seconds. I don't know how I missed it. Breath. It was one of the old clips that they showed. Yeah. The music the was so two. good in the first two. Yeah, you're probably right, Murray. It's probably one of the old clips. Yeah, Maybe you know, flashbacks of the first two. Maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. could be, could be. So not since Twilight Symphony, <laughs> not since American Honey. Have I seen a movie that I have wanted to run screaming from a movie theater? I loved American Honey. I know you did. I mean, I could talk about how awful the dialogue was, but the acting was worse. And I could talk about the music, but that was so terrible, as Bryce has already mentioned. I do not think my ears will ever recover from hearing the terrible, terrible music that was in this movie. But then again, I could also talk about how stupid this movie is and how none of it is connected in any logical or sensical way. The only thing I actually liked was the current mesmerizing (laughs) Justin Long and the one minute of Danny Trejo. Oh, Danny Trejo was good. He was good. He's always good. Yeah, this is... put his face on the screen and I'm happy. I know. Totally. Yeah, this is the epitome of why sequels should just stop. Like, people just stop making sequels. I think Kevin Smith, as you've already mentioned, smokes way too much mm-hmm. weed. Because apparently you have to either be stoned, stupid, or an idiot to enjoy this shithole of a rage of a film. I hate it. From the first five minutes in, I turned to Bryce and said, this movie is going to be awful. I already hate it. Mm-hmm. And it got worse from then in. It was like the first five minutes in, I'm like, how? it, it actually felt... Like, not one person was in the same scene with the other person. 
the the connectivity between dialogue was like somebody came in and shot their one scene and then another person came in and shot the next the scene because there's it didn't connect it wasn't symmetry it was it was so choppy and so badly acted i have never in my life seen a movie that kevin smith has directed where the acting has been so so awful and everybody was awful it wasn't even well there was one the one guy who's the satanist he was okay but every single person including jay and silent bob were fucking awful in this awful yeah this was this was this is gonna make my top three worst movies of this year by far wow mer what'd you think oh kevin smith well one thing i did do besides working all weekend was to catch up on his you know, trilogy of terror. Yeah, his <laughs> his catalog of work. Uh, I finished watching Comic Book Men, all six seasons or whatever it oh, was. Nice. Uh, and I was pleasantly surprised to see a few cameos at the start, like the hockey game he put on the roof. Ming Chen was there. I love Ming. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Walt was there, of course, because he's Kevin Smith's best friend, who runs the the stash for him. Um, yeah, this was a Kevin Smith movie that basically he made with and for his friends and family. Like, lest we forget the original Clerks, he directed first time director and everybody in the movie had never acted in anything ever before. These were his friends. These were, these were not actors. These were all un, like, like amateur untrained actors in the original clerks Mm -hmm. and this is what 25 years later he brought back the same people he didn't even recast he just like they're 30 years older and they're just doing the same roles and this was like a movie within a movie like they're reshooting clerks 30 years later Mm -hmm. this premise of a he wants to make a movie blah 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 uh and yeah as you said rosaria dawson awesome spoiler alert they kill her off in the first five minutes. She's no, she was already movie. well. She was already no, dead. No, she's already dead. <laughs> yeah, she was the best part of Clerks too, and she's not even in this movie other than as a flashback as a dead person. Like that was just tragic. That depressed the hell out of me. Oh, at the end of the second one, yeah, he was married to her, and they she was pregnant. They were gonna have a kid, happily ever after. I'm like, no, they all got ripped out away from him. Then his best friend had a heart attack. I'm like, okay. And yeah, the whole movie was depressing like that. Like, and the funny thing is, my least favorite character from Clerks Two was my favorite from this one. Elias was freaking awesome. Yeah, he was. Every time he showed up, he he had a different costume. Like once he dressed up as like he was pretty much Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror. Yeah, was that. Then when he brought the cat for the cat scene, he was dressed like he was in the musical Cats. (laughs) That was awesome. He was, he was I, every, every time cool. he showed up, I laughed. Well, there you go. I, I, I thought I would hate him because the first scene, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's still around. He's like 20 years older and he's old and out of shape and he's still a virgin and he, you know, praise Jeebus and all that kind of thing. But he, he surprised me, actually. But yeah, this is, the rest of it was just, oh, it was awful. <laughs> like, it was just depressing. Like, the reason why you like Clerks and even Clerks 2 was because of the absurd comedy that, like... Because of the donkey scene, it, it, let's face serious it. Movie. Well, I and Wanda Sykes. And Wanda I, Sykes. I hated the donkey thing, but that's just me. But no, Wait, you don't the, like the, donkeys now? 
that version of it. Oh, okay. Um, but no, this one started the, off depressing and it never picked up. There was never a light moment. It was just a, two hours of depressing. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it just like yeah. Congratulations, to Kevin Smith. He put your wife and your kid in your movie, and well, all, that all, every all your friends from thirty years ago were in this movie, but not a single professional. This should actor. have been a home movie that they only like, shared amongst the only, themselves. And yeah, the audition scene. Yeah, my two least favorite actors on the planet. Not just the one, but they got two this time. Nice. The first one you know about. Oh yeah, it's Ben Affleck. Yes. He's the best. Second one is married to my former crush. Basically ruined her life. That would be Freddie Prince Jr. There you go. Who's also terrible. I, I did enjoy uh, Melissa. Did he Wes- marry Sarah Michelle Geller? Yes. yes. Ruined her life. Oh, she was, she, she was on top of the world when she did Buffy and everything else. Yeah, and she, she needed to go away. And then they were in that. Uh, gen- so gen- thank gen- goodness, thanks, Freddie. Love Hewitt movie, and they got married, and yeah, she hasn't had a career since. Scooby Doo. They did Scooby Doo together. Thank like, you, Freddie. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and they had Melissa. What's her name? Who was Supergirl on TV? She was interesting. She did all the dancing and stuff. I knew who the guy who was singing. I had no idea who that guy was. But, yeah, some of those cameos, I recognized characters from Comic Book Man, knowing they were, like, actual friends of Kevin Smith. I knew they put, he put them in the movie. Well, well, just, where just was Matt Damon? Him. No Matt Damon. And there was, um, well, the oh, the guy with a long beard uh, who is, like, basically Kevin Smith's best friend from his childhood. Brian Johnson was not in this, but he's not an actor. Yeah, anyway. he was in it. I didn't see him. Yeah, oh, yeah he was. He was in the hockey scene. He's in the hockey scene. No, yeah. I didn't see him. Because he's so out of shape, he couldn't play hockey anyway. But Yeah, no, they showed him. So the, anyway. the worst thing about this movie, actually, to be quite honest, is, it, is that I was hoping that every movie this week you and I would disagree on, um, but we completely agree. All yeah, three no, of us. Murray, you know what well. this means. And this was also the first Murray, one. Murray, you know yes, what to do. I know what it means. the best day ever yeah it was a heck of a week <laughs> i love this all day. right well this week i actually tried to watch two different films what it's something to talk about and both of them were like so bad i couldn't even get through them what so then i found this article you know full disclosure this is i found this online but i'm gonna claim it as my own because I want to. Well, you can't claim it. You've got to say it's uh, copyrighted, probably. Copyright, whatever. Anyway, I read it online. But yeah, uh, and I fully agree with this article. Basically, it is sure signs that a movie will suck. Oh, I like this. Starting off with if it's a reboot of a children's TV show, movie, or toy. Yep. Like, remakes are the in thing right now, but these films are usually poorly rated and not worth the time or money. We got uh, ourselves a bingo. Sonic the Hedgehog, anyone? <laughs> not much. And next up, which is just happened this week, a cast is full of big movie stars. Uh, A-list actors don't always make the best movies. Example they use is Don't Look Up, which you guys both didn't like. Uh, but there are tons of others out there. Theory is that this is done to distract the audience from all the suckiness of the movie. 
Uh, yours truly has been burned way too many times by being a diehard fan of the main actor, only to be disappointed by the film. Uh, I keep falling for it every time. You're a sucker. I am. And then we have long opening credits sequence. Uh, now that's at the start of the movie. Like not who is in it or who directed it. I mean, the number of production company logos that come up before yep. the movie starts. Yeah, that's a key. The greater chances it's going to be late. Seven hundred production. Yeah. I mean, it's okay for a few logos at the beginning, but when it goes on for more than like a minute, I think that, that means it's gonna suck. That Russian Jackie Chan Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, I think yeah. had like thirteen, 13 production. Production. <laughs> like ten minutes. Yeah. Um, the exception would maybe be low budget or independent films. Because they need money from a lot of different sources. But if it's like a Hollywood movie, yeah, you should need more than one or two at the start. Mm. Uh, even then, you know, there's no guarantee that the independent ones are going to be any good. Uh, then we have too many TV ads. I know some people don't watch TV very often, but if you see an ad for the movie like every five minutes, that usually means they're trying to promote the crap out of it because it's a terrible movie. Um... They're usually compensating for the fact that it isn't great. If the studio knows the movie's going to bomb, they cut the total marketing budget and just use most of it and flood ads in the market to get you to see it at the opening weekend. The more ads, the better chance it's terrible. Pretty much. Uh, then we have the trailer that gives everything away. Oh, fuck me, yeah. A trailer is supposed to give the audience an idea of what a film is about. Sometimes the ad is gives away every plot point in the movie. An exciting scene is way better when you've never seen it before. Word of advice, stop watching trailers and reading reviews. It's better to go in blind and be disappointed than to go in hyped and be dis and 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 you know hate it. Uh, then we have the movie opens with a cool story. Now some movies begin with an epic tale that catches audiences up on the story, like they set up what should be a good movie. Most of the time the backstory given is more interesting than the actual film. Makes one wonder why didn't they make a movie about that? Uh, case in point, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm. Opens with a very cool sequence. Uh, it quickly becomes one of the worst X-Men films ever. That is until the next two Wolverine films. Uh, and this one, uh, Alan Smithy is credited as a director. Now this is an inside Hollywood joke. When a movie is so bad, <laughs> the, the director don't want to take credit for it, <laughs> they use the word Alan Smithy. He's credited as directing 131 projects on IMDb. He's not a real person. It's just a fake name they gave because they don't want people to know they were in it. <laughs> that, I wish Kevin Smith would have used yeah. Alan Smithy on it. And finally, painfully obvious uh, exposition. Like The point of exposition is to introduce the characters, the setting, the conflict of the film so the viewers will know what's going on. The biggest sign of a terrible movie is when one character has to explain everything that's going on to another character. Oh, God, Just yes. so you already know who should yes. know what's going on. Yes, I it's just that. lazy writing. Yes. Filmmaker wants to get to the action so bad they resort to explaining things to the audience like they're children. Yeah. But yeah, so those are signs to watch out for that it's probably going to be a bad movie. Yeah, and if they do some of those things in the first five minutes, you're like, yeah, quick, just, run out of the building. Just walk out. And ask for your money back. Yeah, anyway, that's all I got. <sighs> so much joy. I try. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Mm -hmm.
this week we had a lot to rage about. And we'll continue to have a lot of rage. But my rage this week is so obviously Kevin Smith that I really don't want to talk about him because we talked enough about him. I don't want to give him any more credit for this terrible movie. But there was an event that happened at the cinema when we went one time this week. And now I don't remember what it was, but that annoyed me too. When we go to a theater to see films, the experience has dropped a lot. Like if they're trying to attract people to come back into the cinemas, it's like you need to have everything perfect. This is my rage this week, other than Kevin Smith, of course. But when if they're trying to keep people coming back, when they come back in, you want to still make it a fun experience for them. And when you have things like, oh, the temperatures are wrong and the sounds are coming from places or, you know, we're the last people that leave the cinema. We could have walked out with all their candy and, and crap from their store the other day when we left the cinema. There's not even an employee there to, to guard it. But yeah, so my rage this week is, come on, theaters, you got to pull up your boots a bit and make people have a reason to stay in your cinemas. That's my rage this week. Hmm. Are you awake? Yeah, I'm awake. <laughs> uh, it's been a long day for <laughs> Yeah. My rage is Clerks 3. That's <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> it's just... And you know what? We could have seen something else instead yeah. of Clerks 3. No, this was Bryce's I, idea. I had to see Clerks 3. I know. I knew it might be bad, but I had to see it. It's, you know, it's wrapping up a franchise. At, as I say, the first... it's a franchise of diminishing returns but the first one was so good and i thought you know what maybe kevin smith he's had so much time he can he can bookend this and this can be really end it was just awful you know what's the best thing about it though is that to your point about it being diminishing you returns, know what clerks he, clerks ends up ends with like in the credits with a really cool soul asylum song yes clerks 2 ends the credits with a really cool soul asylum song why wouldn't Clark Street at least send me off with a really cool Soul Asylum song? So at least I could go, well, at least I got to hear a least, really cool Soul Asylum they, song. Kevin but Smith they, loves New Jersey. They sang a song about New Jersey, though, Bryce. That's my rage. That oh, Clerk I, 3 didn't end with a Soul Asylum song. <laughs> but you know what's even funnier? That makes it even the most funny. Is it literally is proof it's like one of those things people talk about all the time is right is that the first movie's good and then they just get worse as you go along Please. this is a, a natural digression of film it's like it it this this trilogy that has now been created is going to be the poster child of not making a sequel yeah. it's gonna be like yeah because you know what clerks was awesome and i think most people who've seen it it's probably got a hundred percent on imdb and rotten tomatoes and every other meter you can measure clerks too everybody thought it was yeah it wasn't that great it was okay i still like the characters but you know whatever and then he makes this dog mm -hmm. dropping Schlock. 
Yeah. And it's just like, okay, so just people stop making sequels. Just mm. make new movies. Well, unfortunately for him, he hasn't had an original idea in a while. Smoking too much weed, man. Well, I mean, he... I don't know. Since he had his heart attack. When did he do Red State? Oh, that was a while ago. Oh. That was a while ago. It really do, seemed like yesterday. He did do yoga hosers with his daughter. Nice. He's making uh, <laughs> yoga hosers. He's making Joe. He's, he's making got, moose got jaws. He's making. Is he moose actually jaws. making moose jaws? He's making moose, yeah. moose jaws. Yeah. He, may, he may not make any money off this movie though. So well, he doesn't need to anymore, right? I don't anyway. know. Yeah, Kevin Smith. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. So this is where we will normally have a promo, yes. but yeah, we don't. Yeah. Wait, else. hold on here. Let's just listen to this. Crank it up, Murray. Right. I hope you're enjoying this as much as we are. Uh, well, two of you are. I have like a sweet, sweet music boner right now because this music is fucking awesome. (laughs) But we are going to be going into our favorite festival of September. Festival mode Mode is starting. We are going to be doing a bunch of interviews. Mm. We are going to be seeing a shit ton of film and we're going to be spending some time with some filmies just like us watching Calgary International Film Fest. And you can find everything on their lineup at sifcalgary.ca. That's C-I-F-F-C-A-L-G-A-R-Y dot C-A. Such a dumb website name, but (laughs) (laughs) Calgary International Film Festival, Calgary. Yeah, it's like, what? What What is that all about? Yeah, C-I-F-F Calgary. Yep, C-I-F-F Calgary. So we've been, all of us have been attending SIF for many years, and Murray's volunteered for more oh, years than you. Yeah, I volunteered for about 10 years or so. Only ten, only a decade? Only a decade. It's um yeah, it's it's a fantastic festival. I, I suggest everybody go online and at least um check and see what they have playing because we are going to be talking about these. We're going to uh who knows how many episodes we'll make in the next week and a half. But we will be talking about our top 5 to date next week and on maybe Sunday, maybe the following week, we'll be talking about more. So, yeah. Anything else you want to add? Is there anything you're really looking forward to? Yeah. We're going to get to see a couple things. That I was looking forward to uh, the movie that we can't watch anymore. Oh, we still rem- might. I can't even remember what it's called. There you go. Because you're sitting there booking interviews left and right. That's right. Instead going of cray going cray. to movies, i got to talk to some directors. That's right. We love it. Yeah. It's good. It's a good time. I'm hoping. Yeah, anyway, they yeah, always have now. a good time. Yeah. Directors are fun, especially when they're passionate about their projects. That's true. But Murray's going to be working. Working two jobs. Yikes. Yeah, be busy week. 
Well, stay tuned. Thanks, Rangers, for listening. Thanks to the Extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer, for the voice of Rager Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to feel our rage, but no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please, 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 pretty please. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.